You are now tuning to Rico Vision Radio, the home of real hip hop. You're now rocking with the best. Looking for the realest motherfuckers on the net. Street certified shit, nigga, this is it. That Rico Vision Radio shit is lit. Most Hollywood, Don Knotts be the shit. Number one podcast, now it makes sense. Got him in his zone, now they telling all their friends. Listen one week, then they listening again. Sound way better on the second time around. Sound way better when the record's playing loud. Real hip hop, not the same mainstream. Not the same names with the lame 16. Round the whole world, they should all take heed. If they ain't real, they should all pay fees. It really ain't a fight when you train and you came to win. Get ready, let the games begin, motherfucker. Yeah. You. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Clico Vision Radio. You are now rocking with Bumps Hollywood and Don Knotts. Hey. This is the one-stop resource for golden era hip-hop, as well as all other cool-ass motherfucking shit related to the music industry and whatever the fuck else we decide to talk about. So, for the new listeners out there, this is not a motherfucking coincidence you stumbled upon us. We're the most poppin' podcast on the internet today. True. Shout out to all the followers out there. From motherfucking Poughkeepsie to Brazil, we see y'all. We appreciate that shit. Whoa. But yeah, um, in case you didn't know, what fucking episode we up to, yo? It's episode 25! Quarter century worth of motherfucking episode. We building, man. We moving, we shaking, and we fucking working, And yo. you sucking dick. That is a fact to all the listeners out there that may be sucking dick. Shout out to Cheesecake. Shout out to Cheesecake. From time to time, we like to shift gears a bit. And you know what I'm saying? We found that it would be appropriate at this moment in time to do a motherfucking R&B episode. You know what I'm saying? And who better to supply the music than the king of R&B himself? King of R&B, Don Knotts, is going to be on the ones and twos for the mix this week. Shout out Don Knotts just celebrated his 42nd birthday this past weekend. <laughs> this guy's old as fuck, ladies. I'll add him, hit him. He's got mad Viagra. <laughs> but <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, how was the birthday, man? You got anything you want to share? Anything that you can legally share? Or was that shit all fucking off the record? Nah, it was, it was a casual night out on the town. Spent all day yesterday recouping from fucking terrible hangover. Um, definitely not 21 no more. Can't bounce back like I used to, but, uh, you know. I was incapacitated off a two-apple teeny. <laughs> Went out there and did what it do, not me. <laughs> I don't know if the listeners know what I mean, but... <laughs> Shit. Get a glue. Uh, yeah. Before we ramble on too much, man, for the new listeners, we do a lot of different things around here. For the loyal listeners, um, we're, we're pleased to announce that we're bringing back your favorite segments. We got a this fucking guy this week. We got a Donnie Knock Boots this week. Top five dead or alive. New wave of the week. We got a full fucking arsenal worth of shit. Um, I know y'all missed it last week, so we bringing it back, man. You know what I'm saying? That's what the fuck you tune in for, so... Without further ado, Don Knotts, put the motherfucking needle on the record and let these fucks hear some of that R&B shit, yo. (laughs) 
now tuned into Radio with some R&B classics. Now there's two ways we can do this. Keep it real up front. I know you got what I need and I got what you want. And the hunt for soulmates is all over for us. We could go away when nobody would know it was us. Leave behind all the fuss. Studios, pictures, no autographs to slap when I'm with you. I know what it's like when they know you now, but park at your door, baby, and I'll hold you. And I'm bossy, guess it come from a rough life Cuffed at night, letting off hot lead That bust from iron pipes I'm the type that had to shed blood Pray to the ghosts of dead thugs Dead blocks that spread drugs Fled from the cops till my first joint drop I'm still with my hood, hollow points still in the glocks But I've been shitted on By these high class hoes, even these chickens did me wrong I was just getting on, so I turned cold Giving them hard dicking straight to the hole Like Ross Strickland, it was taking its toll I needed someone I could hold in my darkest hour A strong couple is a blessing and the heart is the power Give me someone I could trust, not just a hottie to bone Does she love Escobar, love Masia Jones Let me know so I can copper the stones What's clear to me is sincerity, somebody I can call Call my own, yeah. She's eternally dying and notice was not 
suit that you're wearing, girl, it fits you like paint. You think that I'ma sit here and pass this chance when I ain't? I got some thoughts set on you and many things we can do. And many women in my life, but yet I only love you. Your number one on my list, and I, I reminisce over our first kiss and girlfriend. Your picture this. Let's relight the candle, give this one more shot. I never meant to mistreat you, girl. I need you for life.
pancakes The man makes motion in bed Watch it stand straight, your fat body Come and build with guard body Hardly any chicken heads, fake jacks Arrive by me, use a cover girl Living well, lady, watch the chrome spin Gorilla grill, check out the million dollar lady GS spins, niggas with all the wins Baby girl, slide in, let the legs spurred Nigga, massage your skin What's your name, Lex, last name Diamond Icy earrings shining What's your occupation, crazy rhyming Use a queen killer, so I'ma fill you like Exxon Woo and Jodeci is like Cuzzons You see me posted at the garden party Sweat dripping on my fly shit Rolling with some niggas robbing What thousand dollar links on Yo shorty got money in the stash to drink on Every time I close my eyes I wake up feeling so horny Can't get you out of my mind Sexing you is all I Thoughts. 
fed meat like knobs. I'm trained by your chinky eyes. You raise a baby, this is stick up, throw your legs up. You fake freak in the morning, cause at midnight you gave up. You had me harder than the roller quarters. You felt the snakehead, you can't cook. You can't fuck chick, your act is dead. Hit the icebox, winch, grab me a barrel. Can't explain it no clearer. You be the one lately staring in the mirror. Jodeci style, KC, JoJo, Delvin, Devontae. All day like Harry Belafonte Yo, yes y'all, yes Check it, it be the Wu-Tang Wu-Tang Jodeci joint Pulling ladies like a hamstring Take the joint, y'all Word up, 96 The year 2000 going on like cousins Check it out, have It's Clico Vision Radio. Do you know where your hoe is? <laughs> it's time for the new wave of the week. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as you can tell from the motherfucking intro, shout out to the wig man. Um, it's time for the new wave of the motherfucking week, ladies and gentlemen. Now, for the new listeners out there, this segment was birthed with the idea of getting Donuts out of his goddamn coma and put on some new fucking material. And I feel like this shit, this album we are gonna review is a motherfucking shining example of what the new wave was created for. So, being that it is an R&B episode, no better review, no better album to review than from motherfucking Future Hendrix, ladies and gentlemen. The album is Hendrix by Future, R&B crooner, Future, Don Knotts. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on, before you even get started, right? For the new listener, if you're not familiar, go back about two episodes and check out the review of Future's latest release to see where we stand on the current state of Future. Um, If you don't have time... Suck this dick and go back and yeah, listen all right, to it. Yeah, do that. But if you're super short on time, he got one fucking bottle. So that'll give you some background <laughs> into where we stand. So we're not future fucking fanatics over here necessarily. But um, Don Knotts, Hendrix. What we're going to do right now is we're going to talk about maybe the album itself for a quarter of what I have to say. The next uh, three quarters, we're going to talk about the timing and the planning on both of these projects. Okay. Uh, for the for for this album in particular, it was obviously a lot better than the last effort, but of course it didn't really take much to surpass that. Right. Um, overall, solid project. I think that the production as a whole was much more versatile than the last one, whatever the fuck the name of that last one was. Uh, it was called Future. Okay. <laughs> um, Self-titled album. Yeah, so this one actually has a name to it. So, I mean, that that's, shows a little bit more effort right there. I think his last name is Hendrix. I doubt it. <laughs> but, um... No, nah, th- th- this album, um... It wasn't the same constant sound over and over again. It changed up a lot. Future did the same shit he always does, which isn't really much at all. Um, I don't think that... I'm, I'm, I'm going to give this an overall decent rating, but it's not because of what he did on it at all. Uh, it was it was put together a lot better than the last one. Um, 
there, there, there was a lot more different feelings, different sounds. It wasn't like your constant boring trap house shit over and over again with this guy just mumbling stupid shit the entire time. I mean, he was still mumbling stupid shit the entire time, but at least it was over different types of beats, so right. I, I could fuck with it in that sense. I would definitely categorize this as, I guess, in that R&B album. Uh, I would say so. Yeah. yeah. Um, standouts to me were definitely the one with The Weeknd. Fire. Um, shit was pretty hot. For me, my favorite song on the album was uh, Incredible. Terrible. I don't think so. And it, 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 Yeah, it was like a, it was a corny, catchy little beat, but it's something different that I've never really heard him on before. Yeah, I guess he tried to spread his wings, but the guy didn't fly in my book. That beat was fucking terrible, yo. <laughs> terrible. I don't know who produced it. I don't even want to waste my energy finding out. Just quit. Um, There was a handful of songs towards the end that, that kind of sounded similar to one another. Um, I, I think like the Rihanna song towards the end broke it up a little bit, but... I don't know, like, if I'm gonna get Rihanna on a song, you're, you're probably paying top dollar for that feature. I would at least try to get a little bit more out of her, and Future himself, I thought, could have, like, I don't know, stepped up, up to the plate a little bit better. Yeah, that song didn't move me at all. Yeah, like, that's a feature that you can't let go to waste, because right. you're, you're, you're forking out a lot of dough to get her on a song with you, so... Um, but yeah, that's the 25% of the album that I'm going to talk about right now. So, on to the, the way this whole double album thing was mapped out. Um, I think you mentioned before that if you would have just taken all the garbage off the last one and cut these albums in half and put them together, right. you would have probably had a solid project. Definitely. Not even probably. Definitely. Um, I just I don't understand the logic behind putting out fucking trash and then a week or two later, putting out something that's, um, it, it's doable. It, it works. You know what I mean? It's not, I wouldn't say it's a classic album by any means, but it works. Um, I don't, so this is where I think artists fail nowadays, is that they're, they're playing themselves out too quickly. And... When you're releasing two albums within weeks from one another? Nah, nah, nah. A week. A week. <laughs> Even worse. Yeah, you're just... Uh, nobody wants to hear you <laughs> the, uh, shortly after that. Like, I know this summer, I'm not going to want to hear anything from... Not that I ever wanted to hear anything from Future, but I'm definitely not going to want to now. Yeah, I... Uh... You, are you, you got more to your tirade? I mean, the only other thing that I'll say is, like, I felt that was one thing that killed 50 and G-Unit was the consistency. It was great at first, but when you start killing the anticipation that you should be building up uh, around your next project, you're, you're really not benefiting yourself at all, and you're, you're burning your career out a lot quicker than uh, it should be. So, I mean, but what do I know? All right, so just to give you some background on some shit, and I'm not sure like how much of this is factual or anything because I'm, I'm going to cite my sources here as mediatakeout.com, <laughs> right? But I think this it, it makes sense to your first point about why the fuck would you drop two albums back-to-back. -back. And 
Um, according to Media Takeout, basically Rocco. You remember Rocco from you know U O E N O? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Song was fire, by the way. Yeah, it was alright. Nah, it was flames. But that's that's Future's man. You know what I'm saying? And they were. I, I think he might have founded the the record label or whatever. Um. So he got pissed that Future went out and did his own thing and essentially was saying that Future was still under contract for him and owed him all of his royalties for the next two Future product, right? Mm-hmm. So what do you have happen? Future drops two products back to back. Or I should say projects. Fuck it, it's product, right? Yeah. Moving that crap. Yep. <laughs> so he drops two two projects back to back. So on some shit like, all right. You want all the shit off my next two albums? Bong. Here you go. Fuck out of my life. Yeah, but is it worth compromising your credibility as an artist, though? I think... Here's the other thing, like... And this touches on your second point, is that... You're not gonna want to hear it from Future in the summer. <laughs> you know what I mean? But Future's fans are still gonna want to hear it from Future. You know what I mean? Like... If you fuck with Future, you fuck with Future. It's, it's kind of a different dynamic, I think, than... Like you being a Nas fan, if Nas put out two shit projects, you'd be like, "Yo, this guy." But you'd still check for his next shit. You know what I mean? You're just a casual Future listener. You're not a fan of Future. E- even if Nas were to do that, even let's say, let's say if he were to drop another album right after the Life Is Good, I wouldn't want to hear from him. That was enough for me. That was such a solid product. Yeah, I don't need no more for another year or two. Let let I still listen to that album to this day. Like, let the shit marry. Five years old. Yeah, Older but, I mean, five he, years old. he hasn't he hasn't put anything out since then. So, but and this is probably the longest time period he's gone without putting out a, a follow up project, a real project. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I don't know. I just feel like Futures fans are gonna be there. I feel like like obviously, um, if he would have combined these shits, it would have been a better project. But I feel like he probably did it for the sake of getting this guy out of his fucking life. You know what I mean? So in that regard, fuck it. I respect the move. That's, you know, that's kind of, that's some shit where it's like, oh, all right, you want to try to put me in a corner? This is how I'm going to come out the corner. Take this shit. And he still was number one on chart. Well, the, the thing is, too, is, uh, all right, let's say you're right about that. Mm. The last album was what, like 17, 18 songs? Yeah. Put out a bullshit 10 song project. But this song was 17 songs too. That's 34 songs in a week of future. You know what I mean? So I don't know. And I feel like I, I was like looking on different like sites and shit. And the first album which we gave one bottle got a decent review from Future Fan. Really? Yeah, and going back and listen, you know what the thing with this shit is too is like. 17 songs of future is exhausting but like so i gave it one bottle i only like when the rents do or rent money whatever the fuck but then going back like draco i fuck with draco now <laughs> i ride around playing draco you know what i mean um with this shit i told you right off the bat like yo check this future album just fire yeah. and you, yeah, i'm sure you were skeptical but i didn't quit on the guy after a shit project i was like all right let me see what this next one sounds like and uh, I'm happy. I'm happy I did because I feel like this shit was solid. Again, way too many songs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Shit was 12 songs. It would have been a higher rating, but being that it was 17, 
like i don't know if maybe i'm trying too hard to listen to too much at one time but it's just exhausting listening to this guy for that many songs so, so especially when there there's nothing of substance that's being said that that's the difficult part about me trying to digest this guy yeah so um, you know he was like fuck it here's 34 tracks fuck off Rocco alright so having said all that uh, you wanna bottle it I'll bottle it first fuck go, it go ahead I'll get a shit at 3 I'll get a shit at 3 I was gonna go with a 3 but I'm going to bring it down to a 2.5 okay because the one before sucks so much that's not fair though <laughs> that's not that's well, not no, fair. no you know what it's just, it's just the the what whatever the marketing scheme or whatever the thing with to get the guy off his back whatever that fucked up the anticipation of this album to me and i you can't didn't want to anticipate his albums anyway though that's true so that doesn't make sense you gotta judge but, the shit but, in a vacuum well no here here's the thing if that first album didn't come out I would go with either like a 3 or even maybe a 3.5. Out of spite, you want to give it a 2.5. Though the fair thing from you is a 3. You know what I mean? I'll say a 3, but I am attaching this little message to it. Caveat. Future, step your rhyme game up, yo. (laughs) Next album, album you need to come with it because I'm not going to give a 3 just to make fucking people happy here. That shit's never gonna happen, yo. He's never nah, gonna... like, step your shit up, man. Like, try to elevate my mind in some way, shape, or form. You don't gotta be the next common sense, but goddamn, like... I like, don't think it's gonna happen. The, the worst part is, man, is all the other artists copy this dude. And they're copying trash. They're copying unintelligent trash. But, here's... Here, Alright, so just to touch on that before we even go too far... Is it unintelligent or is it genius? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because the people that copy them, they suck, right? And their shit sucks, ultimately. His bars may suck, but his projects and his songs are solid. I think he's smart enough to to play he's a, to he's smart enough to yeah he's riding this wave of stupidity well he created the wave I and feel. that he did he created it and he is riding that motherfucker right so uh, i think he's brilliant <laughs> <laughs> i think future is fucking brilliant making people dumber by the minute makes All you right, brilliant check this out check this out future came up you know where future came from not like what town but no, not all. The him. Dungeon Family. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you told know what I'm saying? That. So he came up rhyming with Andre, with fucking Goody Mob. I'm sure he could spit bars, and I'm sure he was like on some like T Pain shit. Like T Pain used to rap, and then one day he was like, "Fuck it, I'ma just throw an auto tune and sing." Shit popped, and he was like, "This is me now." You know what? Even if that's the case, just like let me hear. Uh, that it did exist. Let me hear a little preview of it. Just slip it in there somewhere. So I don't, like, think of you as a complete moron. I think of Future as a genius, yo. You know why else, too? Guarantee you could not make any any hot Future-sounding song. I would never want to. Why wouldn't you want to? If you could, you'd be a millionaire. Why wouldn't you want to? 
because I feel like now, like try trying to like get into it with that type of sound, you're just gonna sound like a carbon copy of everybody else trying to be a millionaire. And guess what happens to all the other people trying to be millionaires? They don't become millionaires. Some of them, Kodak Black, and he's trapped. Nah, I mean, yeah, he he's in this new like group of artists that that just emerged, but he's actually one of the only ones who spits at all of them. Young Thug is nice, y'all. Have you ever listened to Jeffrey yet? Yes, I did. When we did that review, it was fucking horrible. Nah, that shit is fucking fire, y'all. But fuck it, we're going on a big ass tangent, man. End of the day, future. You got three three bottles for this album. One bottle for the last. That's a two point five. Matter of fact, money, you might have gotten three if this was one project cut in half. You know what I mean? All them trash songs. You throw on Rent Money, Draco, The Weekend track, your favorite song that I think sucks. You throw on Damage. You throw all them shits on one project. That's like a three, 3.5. No, and it definitely could be. And that's where I think that he he's compromising himself and his reputation for putting out good music just for the sake of getting somebody off his back. Put out good music, man. Don't, like, I, I get there's a whole business side to it, but at the end of the day, your credibility is what keeps you alive. We, we're not playing shit off this album. We'll make sure y'all go check that shit out. It's, it's, it's solid. For Don Nas to say a future album is solid, you know the shit is solid. You know what I mean? So make sure y'all check that shit out, and, um, yeah. You are now tuned into to Vision Radio. Round my way, uh-huh, and listen to what I gotta say, uh-huh, simple thing, uh-huh, 
Don't you know I am the man? Rock shows here the Gen Japan. Have people shaking, shaking my hand. Baby, girl, better known as Ali. Give me cool buns and hot feet. Make a play haters believe.
What you tripping for? I don't wanna have to let you go But baby, I think it's better if I let you know I'm on some new shit, I'm checking my deuces up to her I'm moving on to something better, better, better No more trying to make it work, no Chicago, so I flip that middle finger and the index finger follow. Deuces, we ain't got no future in tomorrow. I'm a dick, so it shouldn't be that hard to swallow. The other chick I'm with never complaining. She make me wanna leave the one I'm with, Usher Raymond. Probably didn't register, don't trip, later on it will Shorty full of drama like gangsta, grizzles I finally noticed it, it finally hit me Like Tina did, Ike in the limo, it finally hit me I got a new chick, and she ain't you She Paula Patton thick 
she give me deja vu And all that attitude, I don't care about it But all that shit I do for her, you gon' hear about it Breezy rap, two up, two down But I'm just putting two up, chucking up the deuce now I'm some goosies, I'm You are now tuned into Pleco Vision Radio with some R&B classics. Give me a preview before and the rest after the show. Thug love. 
diamonds in my wet Champagne over bath, hop in a hot tub Drop my foot off on Oriental rugs Can't get enough, you on top of me Me on top of you Do what you want to this stuff Girl, ain't nothing stopping you That's
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Let's give it up for the motherfucking Cleco Visionettes with that bomb-ass intro. You know what time it is. It's your favorite time of the motherfucking week. It's time for this fucking guy. Florida. (laughs) This week's this fucking guy is hailing from none other than the sunshine state of Florida. You know it. You fucking know it has to be. We took a week off. I was thinking, like, yo, should I go somewhere else? But then I was like, nah, man. Motherfuckers want to hear about Florida. The state of Florida makes your job very easy. It really does. All I got to do is pick up the Palm Beach Post. Shout out Palm Beach Post for following us. And, uh, yeah, that shit is like fucking shooting goddamn fish in a barrel, yo. <laughs> but let's get into this shit. Now, Don Notch, you and me... In our day jobs, when we're not fucking moving this ClecoVision radio shit like weight, we're both in the business of management, right? Yes, we are. You ever shit can somebody? I have. You ever have an employee disgruntled? Got like four of them right now. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking pick it in this guy, yo. All right, so this week's this fucking guy goes out to a disgruntled Floridian by the name of Aurelio Reyes Ozario. What the fuck? Yep, Florida. Now, Zario is 52 years old and was arrested and charged with first-degree murder for trying to kill his boss. Charged with murder for trying to kill his boss? Attempted first-degree murder. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. According to the Hialeah police, the incident was sparked by Ozario being canned from his job for drinking at work. Sounds like a great thing to do while you're on the clock. (laughs) (laughs) This guy's wondering why he got canned for getting hammered at work. But I've done that before. You got hammered at work? Hell yeah. This guy's a fucking scumbag, yo. (laughs) I was like literally like 21, 22 when I did that shit, though. I can honestly say I've never been hammered at work. No, I was fucking working at Price Shopper at the cash register. Fucking bought a 20-ounce bottle of Coke. Went out to the car, filled that shit up with Henny, and got fucking (laughs) trashed. And this girl who's like bagging, 
she wasn't at the end of the register. She was like inside it with me, and I was grabbing her ass while I was ringing people out. <laughs> fucking guy. <laughs> fucking thugging it. Literally shit faced at the register. And I would say thugging it. I would sign off on that. <laughs> I would co sign that. You were literally thugging it at that point. <laughs> Actually, I was with you earlier that day. We were at the river getting fucking wasted at like one in the afternoon with Matt Goons. That was the old Bumps Hollywood. That jersey is in the rafters. Oh, that jersey is in the motherfucking rafters. Got the toast bronzed somewhere in the Hall of Shame. <laughs> but, alright, so, basically, the Hialeah Police Department said Osorio sent his boss, Ronaldo Mendez, threatening text messages saying he would use a gun, knife, or machete if he didn't get his motherfucking money for getting canned. Now, he's saying he worked two days, two full shifts before he got canned, and he wanted to get paid for those motherfucking hours. I can't, you know what I'm saying? I can't knock that. Yeah, but, like, do you got to threaten people's lives? (laughs) Well, unfortunately for Azario, Mendez was with the shits. I was like, all right, you want to meet up? Let's meet up then. Now, security footage outside a warehouse where the two met showed... The two guys, Mendez and Azorio, straight scrapping it out. <laughs> like, <laughs> really? Yeah, these guys, uh, fucking Azorio is like 52 years old. Mendez, who the fuck knows? He's probably in his 50s. Two old fucks with old men strength, just fucking shoulder and collar tie ups, Greco Roman shit outside of a warehouse. And, um, yeah, they, I guess Mendez figured, yo, we're going to squash this shit. I'm going to pay you with two days' worth of ass-whipping. And he as- assumed it would end there. Was not the case. Basically, what happened was Osorio hopped out of his black pickup truck and popped the motherfucking trunk. <laughs> yeah. Even though there is no trunk on a pickup. <laughs> popped the fucking trunk and grabbed the knife out. And then proceeded to run after Mendez. Mendez, on some Jackie Chan shit, tried to kick the knife out of his hand. (laughs) After failing, he began to run for his life. Along the way, he picked up a rock and tried to defend himself. At that point, Mendez headed to his van to call for help, which led Osorio to hopping back into his truck and ramming into Mendez's van. The impact sent Mendez flying into a nearby fence. The fight didn't end there though. Azorio was seen on the camera driving away with parts of the fence stuck to his truck. But rather than leave, the guy busted a fucking Yui, turned around and floored it towards Mendez. <laughs> yeah, so Mendez got his ass ran over like three times. Yeah, no. Miraculously, Mendez only suffered minor injuries and ended up driving himself to the hospital. Now, this is some G shit right here, though. The cops say Mendez didn't even want to file charges, though. This is the guy that got ran over three times. Why? Why? He got ran over thrice. But Mendez is a fucking G. Snitches get stitches, yo. You know what I'm saying? I don't tell on nobody. But the warehouse employees contacted the police. It was like, yo, what the fuck happened to my fence? <laughs> like, fuck happened to my fence? So that's how all the shit unfolded. And uh, 
Eventually, Osorio was apprehended, and he's currently being held without bond at the Turner Guilford Knight Correctional Center. Somebody go pay this guy a visit. Boof him some motherfucking trees or something, yo. Because Osorio, honestly, both these dudes are on some OG shit, yo. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Meet up in a parking lot, square up, and just go to war, yo. Like, fuck it. Here's the best thing, and I'm going to post this shit on social media. Take a look at uh, that Osorio. <laughs> this is the guy that was running him over, so he got his ass whipped. Like, yeah, if you look at his picture, yeah. Mendez dug in his ass, got ran over, said, fuck the police, I'm not telling. You know, that's some G shit. Yeah. So, having said all that, like... Osorio, if you're going to run somebody over, run their ass over. Don't get your ass beat. Run their fucking ass over. <laughs> you failed. That's why you landed as this week's This Fucking Guy. It's Glico Vision Radio. You know where your hoe is. <laughs> it's time for top, 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 top five dead or alive. Yeah, hell, you're a fucking sucker, man. <laughs> you got to get close to this bitch. <laughs> Uh, yeah, nobody's expecting that because no one cares about that song. We're trying to be serious over here. This guy hopped out of the chair. That is the liquid source of the week. Yo. Yeah. All right, you sorry sacks of shit. It's time for the motherfucking top five dead or alive. Now. For the new listeners, if you don't understand what a top five list would consist of, turn off your motherfucking radio and get the fuck out of yeah, my life. Yeah, you should be well educated at this point in the game. We're 25 eps in. Hell yeah, y'all. So, with that being said, this week's top five, just to stay consistent with the theme of the show, is top five R&B one-hit wonders. One-hit wonders, y'all. So... Typically, Don I sets it off. You ready to set it off? Oh, I'm ready to set it off. All right, number five. Five, I'm going with Tweet Oops. Oh, motherfucking Tweet. Mad hot song, mad terrible career. Number four. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. That's all you get, Tweet. Sunshine Anderson, Heard It All Before. Amazing track. It was cool. It was cool. No, nah, that beat was fucking doom, fire. Doom, 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 doom. And then you had Jada on the remix. Oh, yeah, he was. Kiss the game right. goodbye. Fire. Uh, number three. Going with Nicole Ray, Make It Hot. Literally, I never knew who sang that song. Fucking song is amazing. Song is fire. Song no is doubt amazing. about it. That beat definitely one of Timberland's, uh, Timberland's best uh, beats ever. I would definitely throw it in his top 10 list. Oh, yeah, definitely top 10, but Lobster and Scrimp is up there. Check Ew, are you serious? Fire. That beat oh, was terrible. Yeah, that beat was fucking fire, y'all. You know what else she was had like a baby laughing. <laughs> I'm like, it was fire. There, there was one beat that he did for a Little Kim. It was off, um, it was like early in his career. I think it was off like the fucking... What the hell is the name of it? Like, one of them fucking movies. I want to say Get Loose or some shit. I don't even know what that is. I, I, actually, no. It was the shit with uh, Charlie Sheen and Chris Tucker. Oh, 
classic movie, Money Talk. Money so, Talk. Yeah. This yeah, we, guy was like, you know, Sammy Davis Jr. Jr., Jr. Walker Jr., bye. Yeah, no, it was off that soundtrack. Uh, Little Kim uh, joint, check it out. Pretty hot. Was that on the soundtrack episode? Nah. Fucking slacking. Well, nah, you know, on that episode, I kind of just kept it like raw-ass hip-hop. I wasn't really veering too far off on that. Yeah. Um, My number two, going with Groove Theory, Tell Me. This fucking guy. One of my favorite songs of all time. Classic. Um... Uh, Mel LaRue had the voice of an angel. Mad Hot Production. Never knew her name until Fucking just now. Mel LaRue. Fire. <laughs> um, I just don't understand where they went wrong. I, th- I think they broke up and uh, the the dude, uh, the producer, I forgot his name, but he started working with some other bitch. Let his cash cow go. That's probably, that's why they broke up. Because you just shouted out a Mel LaRue off top of the head. No idea what that guy's name is. He's furious that she popped. He probably did all the work. That bitch just strolled in there did and he, sang. Did she pop, though? Because I know she put out, like, some solo projects, but, no, like, that bitch was on, like, the underground R&B circuit. Like, you, you would catch her in, like, a jazz club opening up for Erica Bach doing no. shit with mad incense burning. <laughs> mad. <laughs> mad people with bare feet. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying she popped solo but what i'm saying is like the group popped but when you think of groove theory you think of that bitch you don't think of that guy in the background you know what i mean so he was furious you know what's nuts too when that song first came out it was like so played out that i couldn't stand it i don't think i ever got to that point i fucking love that song no like i would say like maybe a year or two after it was out that's when i was like you know what this shit is pretty hot word yeah yeah I feel like that shit was like definitely nine four nine five nine five, and that shit was fucking fire. Yeah, nah, it definitely was. Uh, all right, number one. Number one, Adina Howard, freak like oh, me. Oh, yo, real quick anecdote: seen that bitch in concert. Yeah. Hell yeah! It was the best tour ever. Like, you had that bitch opening up, followed by the loonies. Another one hit one, by the way. You, you saw I got five on it in person? Hell yeah, with a big-ass fake joint being passed around the crowd. <laughs> no bullshit. Followed by Craig Mack, another one hit wonder. Wow. Followed by Junior Mafia, one hit no wonder. hit wonder. Followed by Mary J, Icon, Jodeci, Icons, and Big. Pretty, pretty broad right? lineup, the yeah. Fuck? Yeah. That shit is like Woodstock. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah. Um. Who the fuck were you talking about? Athena Hell. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yo, that shit, I was like just entering puberty at that time, and that bitch definitely. You whacked off to that video? Me out. I whacked off to that, I think, just the cover. That yes, yes. Leather biker yes. shorts. You know what I mean? Like, yep. what the fuck? Yeah, I definitely rubbed one or two out <laughs> to that shit. Can't lie. Definitely pulled the old pud. <laughs> Flogged the dolphin to that. <laughs> Oh yeah, fucking punch Mr. Winky. (laughs) (laughs) Oh definitely fucking one-eyed trouser snake got fucking (laughs) 
hammered on at fucking 12, yo. The motherfucking Athena straight turned me out. Uh, that's when porn was damn near impossible to come at. You know what I mean? At, like, get your hands on paws. You know what I mean? Like, unless you found, like, I remember finding, like, Playboys in the hood type shit. Yeah. But, or watching the Squigglies, as we alluded to earlier episodes, but... Yeah, so all you had was some fucking seductive-ass images from Foxy, Lil' Kim. Um, I remember Tyra Banks had, like, yes. a motherfucking yes. swimsuit issue. Yep. Bad as shit. Yep. Big-ass forehead, but bad as fuck. Yep. So, alright, before we lose our complete female <laughs> demographic... Let's dive into the motherfucking gospel, yo. <laughs> Top five one-hit wonders, as stated by none other than Lord Almighty in the book of Job. Number five, I'm going with motherfucking Cassie. Me and you. Great song. You ever see that bitch on 106 in Park get booed on stage? Yeah, that I shit? remember that. Yep. Fucking terrible, yo. Yeah, see, that was back when people had, like, standards. Yeah. That bitch... And that was a hit, and she yeah. got booed off stage. Yep. Um. Yes. Shout out to Cassie. Shout out to Cassie. If you think about it, this guy Puff is still with Cassie. That bitch parlayed that shit into a fucking lifetime achievement. Really? Yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. Um. All right. Speaking of Puff, number four, I'm going with Gina Thompson. That thing you do, featuring Missy Elliott. First time I ever heard Missy. First time I heard Missy, too. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Hell yeah. <laughs> Fucking he, hell. <laughs> Yo. Like, bitch, get your bars up. <laughs> I was fucking with it. That shit I was, was terrible. It was terrible, but bitch rode the beat. The yeah, not like when you go back to it now, like, it's, it's mad hot. That beat got used mad times in that same era. You I know remember. what was funny about that song? Is that bitch Gina, Tom- Gina Thompson had no voice at all. None. Terrible, actually. Yeah. It wasn't even like, okay, it was terrible. Yeah. On some of those shows, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. But if you think about it, like, that beat was like, um, I think it was like a Peter Piper by like Run DMC. Yeah. Rock the Bells by LL. So that was like prior to that generation. But then I remember Fox Boogie Brown is hard yeah. as hell. Bad as hell. Yeah, like. Um, oh, no, nah, Fox Boogie Brown is hot as hell. Yeah. Some shit like that. But yeah, they definitely recycle beats with no regard. You know what other, like, here goes a, another tangent. That fucking, I feel like one of the most used samples. Shout out Isaac Hayes for this one. Um, The shit that Mary J and Smith & Wesson had the remix Yeah, to. yeah, yeah. That was Isaac Hayes? Yeah, that's Isaac Hayes. Hell yeah. This guy, Don, I was about to steal another sample from it. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely Isaac Hayes. I think it might have been the look of love. I'm not sure, but fire sample. Mm-hmm. But that shit was used repeatedly. Yeah. No regard. The motherfucking Candy Rain shit. So for real, fire ass song. Pretty much the same exact sample as the Tribe Called Quest Boulevard of Linden shit. Um, yeah, but fuck it. Number three. This is tough too because this guy stole mad of my shit. Um, I'm going with Latoya Luck at the Forgotten. What the <laughs> fuck? Fucking. 
midget just came in the room playing a loop. <laughs> Shout out to the midgets out there. But yeah, uh, forgot member of Destiny's Child, Latoya Luckett with Torn. Fire ass song. Shout out to the sample, You Are Everything. I wouldn't just classify her as a one-hit wonder. Bitch man. had no hits, man. You met her, you shook her hand, you didn't wash her hand ever since. She's a scrub. One-hit wonder. She had a song with Nas that you don't even know about. I don't ever want to know. Mad hot. No one knows it. That's why you're. <laughs> that's why she's a one-hit wonder. Moving on before you try to take a bullet for this bitch. <laughs> Number two, I'm going with Blue Cantrell. A.K.A. Hove slide off back in the day. Yeah, that was like the rumor back then. Hell yeah. And shout out to Blue Cantrell. Representing the Ocean State. Rhode Island. Out in R.I. where the motherfucking white White guys guys be surfing. surfing. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucking Blue Cantrell. That shit was fire. Um, The fuck was the name of that song? Hit him up style. Hit him up style. I don't know what that fucking means, Yo, but. and shout out Blue Cantrell, because that bitch went to Neiman Marcus on a shopping spree, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Which I can say I've done for myself a time or two. Yeah, did you go with Soy and Mia? No, I definitely <laughs> left Soy and Mia in the motherfucking bread, yo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> bitch went out of spree, uh. Uh, I, I, let me get off this bitch. Shout out to this bitch. She had blonde hair and blue eyes. Shit was cool. Shit was cool for the time. Uh, all right, number one though. I'm going with H Town. Somebody rocking, knocking the boot, yo. <laughs> Fucking fire. I'm surprised yeah, that was your number one though. I don't know if they've ever been heard from again, and that song was fire. Yeah. So it's like. How do you go from being, you were 1994 H-Town to being nobody? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yo, you know what I just thought of? What's that? Rex and Effect. Teddy Riley went on a big thing, but what did they ever do besides Rump Shaker? That's true. Well, what did Blackstreet really do besides fucking, uh, uh, no, they had like two, I think, right? They had that fire one that yeah another sample that was recycled yeah what was it? I don't remember what it was. I need you girl <laughs> <laughs> don't leave yo don't me leave girl. me girl oh, yeah fire fire I'll go crazy I'll go insane did they do no diggity yeah <laughs> track I hated that song it was it was like, the beat was mad huh. Ah, uh, shit, hell yeah. <laughs> 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 Alright, so fucking, yo, time out, before we go any further, This guy's shit-faced off a beer and a three-quarter. A beer and a quarter, yo, listen, we're, we're locked in right now, the blizzard of 2017, this shit y'all gonna be telling your grandkids about, this shit is upon us, yo. Winter is approaching in the fucking middle of March, and, uh, yeah, we getting hammered, prepared for the storm type shit. But, uh, speaking of March, March Madness time, motherfucking Cleco Combat. The results are in, ladies and gentlemen. Shout out to the thousands of people that voted on round two of the tournament bracket. We got your motherfucking winners right here. So, just to recap the matchups. 
we had Tupac vs. Snoop, resulting in the winner being Tupac, Tupac Jagor. <laughs> or Tupac Shacker. Uh, Eminem vs. Common. Eminem. Andre 3000 vs. Style. Andre. DMX vs. Big L. Big L. This one threw me for a loop and I'm kind of pissed about it. Redman vs. Method Man. We got Reggie Noble. Ghostface vs. Jizza. Ghostface. Master Killer vs. Inspector Deck. The Rebel INS. KRS1 vs. Hope. We got Hope. On the other side of the bracket, Biggie vs. Mace. It's big. Geechee Suede vs. Cannabis. Can I bust? Battle of Brooklyn, ladies and gentlemen. Fox Brown vs. AZ. We got AZ. Tech vs. Most Def. We got Most Def. Beanie Siegel vs. 50 Cent. We got the Broad Street Bully. Prodigy. Oh, we're in the Queen bracket. This is near and dear to Don Knotts heart. Mm. Prodigy vs. Cool G Rap. We got G Rap. Nature vs. Q Tip. We got Nature. And Nori vs. Nas. We got motherfucking Nas. So, once again, shout out to the thousands that participated. The next round is shaping up to be like this. These are some big matchups, ladies and gentlemen. This we're word. getting down to the nitty yeah, gritty. nitty Bobby. fucking gritty. We got Tupac going up against Eminem. Andre 3000 going up against Big L. Redman going up against Ghostface. Inspector Deck vs. Big. Um, Inspector Deck vs. Jay-Z. Big vs. Cannabis. AZ vs. Most Def. Beanie Siegel vs. Cool G Rap. And Nas vs. Nature. The battle of the motherfucking firm. Make sure y'all vote on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Make sure you log on to motherfucking ClecoVisionRadio.com to download the official bracket. And, uh, yeah, man, March Madness is upon us, ladies and gentlemen. Word. So, with that being said, Don Knox, what else you got to tell the motherfuckers about the motherfucking? <laughs> the motherfucking? Oh, yeah. You know, everybody, front and center, needs y'all to do me this favor, though. Until next time, I need you to suck on this dick. Word.